Hello beautiful people and welcome to the Have Some Hope podcast. I am your host Jay Dua. You may know me from my music. However, the purpose of this podcast is to encourage self-development, get you thinking more about your emotional wellness and establishing your relationship with Jesus. I believe that through open communication, we are one step towards healing and becoming better versions of ourselves. Although some conversations may pull on your heartstrings, I do believe that's what happens before transformation. So join me every Friday as we walk through each episode one step at a time. Hey friends and welcome back to a brand new episode of Have Some Hope. I'm really glad you guys are joining me today. Happy Friday. I hope you guys have had an amazing week. Um, I know I have. It's been amazing because it's just been a week of rest and reflection. I've just had time to just chill. I try to set goals for this week in terms of like, what am I going to do this week? And I decided to just cancel that off my list because... It's January. It's the first week of January. Let me calm down. Let me actually calm down and just refocus and recharge because yes, as much as I'm setting goals, I also start work this week as well. So there's that. Um, But happy Friday and happy new year. Happy, happy, happy new year. It will indeed be a happy new year. It has to be because why not? All right. We serve a God who is alive and well and wants the best for his children. So we're really going to tap into the greatness that God has for us in this season of life. If this is your first time joining the podcast, welcome to the Hope Family I am your host, Jay Dua. Um, I'm a singer-songwriter who is very, very passionate about women and women being their best selves. And so here we are. So welcome to the family. Um, today's episode is one that is very, very necessary and in fact will actually become a series. So we're going to do a series. It will be an eight-week series on healing, what it looks like, how we are going to use healing as a way to reach the full potential that God has for us. Um, I think when we set goals for ourselves for any new year that comes by, most of the time, there are certain conversations that I feel are neglected. Um, and I would say emotional needs are one that tends to be neglected. I think, yeah, we're excited about the new year, but we're still angry at somebody. Yes, we are excited for the new year, but we still have bad habits. Yes, we are excited for the new year, but we still find ourselves indulging in these toxic relationships, indulging in sin, etc. And we just kind of want to break any strongholds. I want to make you guys aware that there could actually be things that could be dragging you down. And it's important to acknowledge that these things are there. So obviously I know that nobody is perfect, that we are all flawed. I know I'm flawed in a few departments, um, which is normal. You know, that's why God is so good. And that's why God is so merciful. And I say that God is so merciful because we get to learn from each other. I know for me, when I went through this, you know, the long-term relationship breaking down, I I ran to God for his love, his comfort, 
but most importantly, God's direction. And I was very, very intentional about it. I was like, you know what, this time I want to do things your way because clearly I'm doing something wrong. And it's interesting because when I now look at my journals and the things I was writing from September going, I see that I keep telling God that, you know, I want what you want for me, et cetera, et cetera. But this is only because I felt that my heart posture was changing, that I no longer saw the benefit of doing life my way because I'm hurting and I'm trying to fill these voids with things that will never ever be able to fill my voids um this is God's job to do because God created me so therefore there needs to be a heavy reliance on him but the truth is is like how do we actually rely on God when people let us down when you know, maybe even your family do, don't know how to comfort you. So maybe you're one of those people who like keep things in. I want you to know that I'm really sorry if that is your experience. I'm really sorry if there's nobody for you to open up to you because they're going to tell you that you're being too sensitive. They're going to tell you that you're being too emotional. That's not true. God has given us these emotions for a reason. I always say that emotions are information. And if you suppress that long enough, something will trigger you to the point where you could potentially even lose your mind. Do you know what I mean? It's important for us to express our feelings, to express our emotions. Sometimes this works through journaling. It could work through maybe even meeting a new friend. There are so many avenues on how to express yourself, even going to therapy, um, which might look different for everybody because some people don't actually have the finances to go to therapy um, privately, etc. Um, but it's still very, very important that you know that your feelings are extremely important to God, that God really, really does care about how you feel. And he also cares about the goals that you've created for this year, but he cares more about the things that need to be uprooted. You know, there needs to be a change in direction of your heart. And sometimes things don't work out because our postures are stale. The, the water in our body is stale and it's like God wants to give us a fresh water he wants to give us a new perspective a fresher way of looking at life like when I think of the water that God gives obviously I'm not talking about like Evian I'm not talking about Pinar you know none of these brands the, the water I'm thinking about it doesn't even have a brand name this is just the water that's going to keep you alive it's going to keep you refreshed it's going to keep you motivated it's going to keep you encouraged it's going to keep you spiritually filled that's what God wants to do with his daughters but there needs to be some uprooting so how do we uproot so I'm going to read John 15 this is one of my favorite scriptures because one of the things that I've noticed about God and me is that God has given me the ability to really connect with nature. So I love being outside. I love being next to greenery. And whenever I read this scripture, my imagination literally just runs wild. It feels like I am sitting in a garden and Jesus is the one who is literally reading the scripture to me. But this scripture is the vine and the branches. And it reads... I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean 
because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. When I read this scripture, my mind always goes to like a garden. When you think about a garden, an old garden, one that needs a complete renovation, you think about all the old leaves, the rotten fruit, maybe it doesn't even smell that great. And what happens before this garden has to get a renovation is that like it needs an inspection. Okay, it needs an inspection. And then that's when we get to the pruning That's when we get to the digging. We remove the old roots so that we can plant brand new seeds. And I love this scripture because it talks about how he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. There are things in your life or there are people in your life that don't bear fruit. It's taking up space. It's distracting you. It's keeping you angry. It's keeping you in the cycle of sin. It's holding you back. And when you think about why God has to prune us is because we're so used to how we lived our lives before or how we are living them now. And when the Bible talks about how we are new creations, where we come to Christ and this whole renewing of the mind, it is a journey. It is a work that it has to be consistent. You can't say that, oh, in 2023, I want to get closer to God and not expect something to change in you and not expect things to be different because that's what happens. You can never ever come in the presence of the Lord and stay the same. Now, I have to be honest with you guys about what it will feel like if God takes you through this process of being pruned, right? It is very painful you will most likely feel like you are being isolated. You will most likely feel like nobody understands what you're going through. You feel lonely. But if you stick to it, if you allow those negative thoughts to take control, take captive of your mind, you will lose this fight. There are things that are in the way spiritually that can intervene with your growth and sometimes there could be a stronghold that allows you to do whatever you're doing and you will bounce back and end up in your old ways that's why when you are in the stage of healing when you are in the process of having the intention of oh I want to heal prayer needs to be your second language If you are not praying, praying in the spirit, having a prayer accountability partner. I have one. I believe everybody should get one. If you are, maybe if you have your church Bible study and before it comes to a close, they ask, does anybody need prayer? Get people to pray for you. Pray that, you know, in this new season of your life, you want to let go of the anger. You want to learn how to forgive xyz who hurt you when you were this age this person who did that to you because if you don't learn how to forgive and you go to god for healing and you find that you're still feeling the same way 
it's going to impact your faith and it's going to impact your belief in God because it's going to look like, oh, but I've prayed, I've prayed, I've been trying to tell God that I want to change in my life, but I'm still, but the, the but these feelings of like anger, these feelings of frustration, these negative feelings are still, well, anger and frustrations are normal feelings in it, but it really just depends how it shows up in our body um, and how long it's there for. Um, but it could impact your faith because it's like, why isn't God taking this away? And how I see this is like, God is a gentleman. God can't fix something that you haven't brought up to him. So you can go to God and be like, oh God, I want you to heal me from this heartbreak. I want you to heal me from, you know, the mental turmoil, etc. But there could potentially be a deeper rooted issue that you can't seem to address. And yes, don't get me wrong. God is a very smart man. He can bring it to your subconscious. He can bring it through a dream, whatever this deep rooted issue could be, because everybody there's a deep rooted something as to why they behave the way they do. Um, it doesn't also have to be negative. It could be a positive reason um, or a positive thing. Sorry, but there is always like a deep rooted something. However because we're talking about healing clearly we're healing from something that maybe has had a negative impact in our lives but everything I'm where where I'm trying to go with this is that you have to be honest that, that you have to be very very raw and come clean to God and tell him that I've been in a cycle of bad relationships I've been in a cycle of bad friendships I don't really respect myself because this is what happened to me and I'm ashamed and I'm embarrassed and I'm angry and I want to be free from bondage but how do we do this and I'm telling you the way God loves his children God will be so excited to start you on your new journey that you will see a change in your heart now that I've shared why forgiveness will have to be part of your journey will have to be part of your healing process I now want to discuss why surrendering is just as important if you've stolen something and you've jumped back in the car right and all of a sudden as you are driving you see through the rear view that police are now chasing you and you're thinking, oh my goodness, like, I just took this thing, like, I stole this thing. I know what I've done is wrong, but I'm just going to keep driving anyway. But it comes to a stage whilst you are being chased by the police that you end up reaching a destination that no longer allows you to go any further. Meaning that you have no choice but to get out of the car and surrender. Obviously, this is simply just an example of why at some point you will have to surrender at some point in your life surrendering is going to be the maybe the most important decision you make because you realize that the decisions that you make are bad the decisions that do not add any benefit to your life they keep causing you to do really silly things at some point you're gonna have to give it up sis um and that's just the truth it's just i use that example because when you're doing something bad you know you're doing something bad when I say bad right I mean sin 
because in God's eyes, God doesn't like sin. So I'm going to use sin as an example. When you commit sin, but you're so deep into the sin that you feel like it's part of your life, that you actually can't go and live life without doing this specific thing. But you have that thing, that urge in your heart that wants to come to Christ. You will have to surrender all these things. You will have to just allow yourself to just kind of let it go and be like, you know, actually this can't come with me into this new season. I'm trying to be fresh. I'm trying to be blameless. And the only way you will be able to be blameless and step into this new season is through surrender. Surrendering is beautiful. It's it is necessary for growth. It's it's needed um, if you want to hold yourself accountable. There is a great book called Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender. And it's a David Hawkins book. And essentially the book is about how letting go is a way of enlightenment. The book isn't a Christian book, but the book is so life-changing in terms of like how he describes how we should basically let go and that we're going to end up trying all these crazy things just to find that they don't work (laughs) and then we have no choice but to just kind of let it go I think what I have learned during my time of healing is that it's not linear and during the holiday season I found myself having very very big moments of sadness because I missed who I was before I missed who I was with before I missed the routine I was in and I think there's a lot of maturity that has to come with you embarking on this journey of healing because it's not going to be easy and if anybody tells you that it's easy that then clearly they're not doing it the right way um, because you're going to be confronted with a lot of interesting things but the best thing about it is that your future self will thank you for doing the work now and not doing it later your future self will be so proud of you because who knows what would have happened if you've co- if you continue to just harbor onto things the pruning the surrendering the forgiveness it is not easy it's not going to be easy but it is all about intention it's all about the wanting and the development of your relationship with Christ as well as the benefits it has for you as a person, mentally, spiritually, everything, you will see the coming together of this woman that you envisioned and she is going to be bold, she's going to be brave, she's going to be beautiful, she's going to be strong, she's going to embark on this journey and as you walk through this journey of forgiveness, of bringing this light into your life back again, I really pray that the Holy Spirit will just direct your steps, that you won't be ashamed, that you won't be afraid, but you will walk into this season knowing that God wants to do a great work in you and that he loves you very, very deeply. So as we come to a close, I just want you to reflect on the conversation that we've had today. It's one that's really touched me. It's one that I've been thinking about for a long time. And I just feel like it's important for us to share these experiences, to share advice. And I really, really do hope that this has been helpful. Like I said, this is going to be a series called The Healing Diaries. 
And I know for a fact that it's going to transform so many lives. So if you enjoy this episode, please share with a friend, share it on your social media, your TikTok, Snapchats, Instagrams, Twitters, whatever it is that you use. However, in the meantime, I am over and I am out. Bye guys. Baby, since the moment that I met you